Yeah, we got top. We got top and stuff like that. Yo, look at my son. Yo, Court, why you came here looking like Benny Kravitz? Benny Kravitz. Yo, that's a fire name for you, bro. I'm about to change that to my Instagram profile. Benny Kravitz is hard. Yeah, we record. Benny Kravitz is tough, bro. I like I like that for you a lot. I want to see that in your Instagram bio tomorrow. Shout out Zoe. You already know. Wonder Twins. Zoe. Wonder Twins? Because Zoe Kravitz is his daughter. Lenny Kravitz's daughter. So he's Why Kravitz's daughter, daughter though? Because I'm Benny Kravitz. It was Kravitz. brother and sister. That's bro- yeah, that's what he so just I would said, be yeah. the brother, Benny Kravitz. Low- hey, let's start the. Po- All right. So is that my camera? Man, we is have that my moment. camera. If you're the- listening, please come to yeah, the YouTube, come to YouTube and watch please. what Courtney has on. All right. So I wanted to start this podcast off by saying okay. that I believe that. And it's such a hot take. This so out of nowhere. Okay. I think 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars is the closest album that has been made to Thriller. As far as perfection. That's a hot. That's a scorching, mega. That's a scorching, hot, blazing hip hop and R and B take. But I'm not mad at you. I'm, I think it's the close that and confessions. Those two albums. Mm. And I think confessions is just too long. No, it's not too long. Back in the for back in the day, that wasn't too long. We Thriller's li- nine I records know those songs. and Thriller has the best five song run in history. Thriller and what? Thriller has the best. No, I said Thriller's nine songs and has the best five song run in history. It does. It has a. It has a, a, a unlimited. And I think twenty four karat magic hits. by Bruno's. It. Bruno Bruno Mars making twenty four karat magic really showed everyone. Hey, we can still do this like super high quality musicianship filled style of music for sure, and, and it be praised because it was always sure. being made. But I'm just saying, yeah. he, like Grant, like it just wasn't great. cool after a while, yeah. right? It had it was a he claim. He did two albums. He did two Super Bowls before his third album, and he was undefeated at the Grammys for the last ten, almost ten years. He was amazing at the Super Bowl, man. He's a good yeah. Super Bowl. Both act. times, he's yeah. a great. He's a great. Oh he's my a, gosh, with Beyonce, with Beyonce and with uh, with on his own with the drum. He's Bruno a, is probably my favorite. Uh huh. He might. <laughs> I'm not gonna put him next to Mike. There you go. But oh my gosh, he is in my top. Four. He's a great, he's a great artist slash performer for sure, and musician. Yeah, like he's. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm saying it. Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. That's fair. So that's fair. People are gonna argue with you about that. Go ahead. But what I say about it is, from a quality standpoint, I'm with you mm-hmm. because the quality album. of music that he puts out, bro, is insane. Yeah, he for has sure. an incredible team with him. The 1500 guys. Yeah. The, um, all of them, I'm forgetting. James Fontaine, uh, James, James Fontaine writes, yes. writes, writes a lot of his stuff with him. Yes, Brody Brown, D Miles, D Miles, all that stuff. Sure. Yo, <laughs> he made Silk Sonic. He made super groups. He was so Sonic, Sonic yeah. bro. Insane musicians, bro. Because oh here's my thing: it, it's one thing to get a bunch of insane musicians to make a project, mm-hmm. but it's another for them to actually make hits. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've been with really mm-hmm. talented musicians, artists, singers, and they suck. Yeah. It's from a standpoint of from a songwriting standpoint from just a song yeah I'm yeah. like the song isn't good you're doing too usually they do it's, too it's, much you're doing too much like when I meet a vocalist oh yeah I'm not like when in a studio I'm like hey man you literally said nothing for about 20 seconds mm-hmm. like there's 20 seconds yeah. of you I, you said nothing <laughs> granted some people like that, that. It's Thanks. not for me. I like to. I, I like content and substance. Substance. Before I feel like I feel your energy, and I know you're gonna turn this into an audio convo. What? But before we hit that, who are some of the those songwriters for you? Because I put Ed Sheeran right there. As far as what? It's like songwriters. Oh, elite. You know, Ed Sheeran had an amazing run. Well, he's still he's on still his running. amazing run. But I'm songwriter. like songwriting and artistry to keep both yeah. of those. Top tier. When hey. I mean top tier, I mean hey. the number one artist in the world and writing number. He wrote "Love Yourself," 
Shape of You. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cold Water. Did he write Cold Water? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he wrote, he wrote Cold, Cold Water. Water. Um, he wrote his uh, his project, the, the Division album, right. in two years. Can yeah. I say that who has two a similar run? Hot Take, Neo. He does. No. Neo has one take. of the greatest R&B pens of all time. R&B, but... Not similar to me. Not similar to But when I'm talking about just as far as himself... Oh, yeah. being a star artist and writing, and writing, and writing. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. The man wrote Irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm about to say, from, from the year Let the gentleman love you. into that, the early 20 cents? Yeah. Bro, crack. Crack. Him, Pharrell, The Dream. For sure. The Dream? Had dream. an artist Boy. and thing And, run. and, and artist run. And, Ryan could have had that. I always talk about Ryan Leslie. Ryan Leslie could have had, had that, that too if he for just sure, kept for going. For sure, for sure, yeah. Was he been writing like that? See, I don't, I don't hear about that much. Mm-hmm. I know he did, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't hear about, I don't hear about it. Like yeah. I don't know, like oh, we know yeah. T Pain wrote that or anything like that. But I'm not saying he's not capable. He's more than that. I T Pain is to be protected at all times. I always yeah. say that. Stevie, <laughs> Stevie, Stevie who? Wonder. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Well, see, now we going to an era. <laughs> yeah. Smokey, like Smokey. Babyface. Baby I'm about to say we talk about Smokey. Babyface was a star and he was writing. Baby yeah, that's face, true, bro. That Waiting to Exhale might be one of the greatest R&B movie albums. It's a, the movie soundtrack. Movie sound. Yes. It might be fuck soundtracks, R and B albums. You got if you know, you know. If That's you know, your waiting to excel soundtrack was so like monumental. I think that's what I'm not saying. That's what changed movie soundtracks, but that right there made me go. Your movie soundtracks got a bang like this. Hey, can I yeah. say something? What? Women, female R and B been in the lead ever since. Ever since waiting to excel. Because can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Boy bands is on its way out. Okay, and we have. Uh, what you call it? boys to men and everything, right? And male R and B, yeah, no, female R and B has been over male R and B ever since then. You know, boys to men don't doesn't get the flowers they deserve. They don't because they kind of they really kind, not saying they created the boy band thing, but they really yeah, shifted the culture to yeah. like boy because after after because there's times I think there's interviews where NSYNC is like yo. Uh, Boyz II Men inspired us, like, yeah. and I could be super wrong on that quote, but I know that that was inspired. Like, Boyz II Men after Boyz II Men, we get Backstreet, Boys, yeah. and we get that whole era. Boyz II Men and and uh, who'd you say? Us uh, sync. Oh no, I'm sorry. What's your Boyz II Men and uh, whoa, I'm thinking so wrong. What I was just gonna say, that's all just new addition. I think new addition is the one who switched it. New edition. And they made that in. solo, obviously Michael and Jackson 5, but they made that solo, going solo shit. Oh, after the... In a after, major, in a ma- Like, they, that group is three in one, or four in one, because you got Johnny, facts. you got, um, what you call it? Uh, I, I always forget their names. But that's, so I was going to bring that Bobby up. Bobby Brown. Of yeah. that, I've never seen a group transition to go, okay, we're going to go to three and change our name. Because uh-huh. the only other group that did that kind of was... Uh, uh, Destiny Child, where yeah. they literally switched out the whole group and it became a three. It became yeah, but a that was like replacements. It was, but it it was. Sla- I feel like the music got e- yeah, even yeah. better. Like the music did get even better to me. Yeah. And then when I think about um, uh, Boyz II Men didn't really do that. New Edition, New Edition literally changed the whole group and changed it to Bell Biv the and it became three. Yeah, of them. in yep. a sense, Migos did that. In a sense, where um, how so? They kind of broke up and then Unconfu became their duo. Takeoff and Offset. I'm not take off and offset. Quavo and take off. Well, mm-hmm. well, let's go further back a little. Mm-hmm. First, rest in peace. Um, take off. Take off. By the way, that, that happened as of now. We're you dating don't have it, to yeah. date it. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry, but Bro. rest in peace. Take off. One of the best Migo rapper. Um, so to me, remember that when we first heard Versace, Offset was in jail. Mm-hmm. That is and true. They was, oh, there was a group on there. That is. It was just them. But Offset was still on the records. Fight night. Oh no no no! Hold on. True, but who was who was the main voice? 
Well, you know me, you know no. they say my feng shui. Back no. in Hannah Montana that stuff, was, takeoff. That was takeoff, that was takeoff, that was takeoff, that was takeoff, that was takeoff. Takeoff was the main guy. You know me, you know they say my feng shui, certified everywhere, ain't got to print no resume, takeoff LA. Not crazy, I'm Yo, gonna underlay. Yeah. Takeoff was, he was, he was the main guy. He was going in, he was going in. shifted the group? Bad and bougie. Yeah. That's when we looked at Offset. Like that dude is the one. Is the he was the one. bad boy. Yeah, he was the bad boy. But he was in jail. And Quavo was a star. Quavo. Quavo was a star. But Quavo was the hook master. Yes. Yeah. So that's where that kind of came from and stuff like that. Did we? Did we have a um? Uh, uh we did have. Where's our combo? I said. Where? Remember, I said no one got to go. To yeah. It. Just oh, combo. that's a fact. That's right. Chatting. You want to get into our um topic by any chance? Yeah. Okay. So um the topic that we had today. Oh, you didn't even argue the point. But so what yeah. was the point? No, no, no. no, no what no. was the point? Twenty four karat magic is the closest to thriller. Well, okay, what's another one so I can at least compare? We can say Confessions. You can say... Confessions. Monumental albums. Like, monumental, groundbreaking albums. Mm -hmm. We haven't had one in a long time. Any Beyonce albums spike out to you? I to don't be want groundbreaking? No from a, in, a, in, the, in the world? So, okay, so we gotta be careful with Beyonce. We could beat... Because Lemonade is a... Is, yeah, for sure. Is but a it mon it is monumental. But I don't know about the effect of Thriller... I don't yeah. know about that, but that album is to be respected mm -hmm. at, at Lemonade all times. Is my favorite Beyonce album. Period. Mine personal is um is what? Or is dangerously uh, in love is what is, is uh Beyonce. B Day. I, that, that was that that was the B -day. fourth. Whoa. B Day is my favorite. I used to run bass like Womp. Yeah, that was yeah. good too. Upgrade you, um, Freakum dress, bro. Single ladies. Whoa. But but Sasha Fierce. The fourth album was um was Beyonce, right? It was four. It was four. four. Was it, was four. Just, it was just four. Four. Um, that's what she with, with changed. XO, but that's with XO. And uh, yeah, no, Love, on Love on Top. That was Beyonce. Beyonce. The fifth album. Love on Top is the on fifth four. Album? four. What? Love on Top Love on is on top four. Because that was the big hit. That was the big hit. is my favorite Beyonce song, period. And that's on Beyonce. XO's on Beyonce. That's what Partition. I like those two albums. Can I tell you what really? I like four better, I think. I'm sorry. My favorite is B-Day. Because let me tell you something. I understand. When Up, when Upgrade You came out, bro. Yeah. That was a And Lil Wayne dropped the Drought 3 with it. Soldier. Yeah. Soldier's on there, yeah. No, that's... That was Soldier's Child. No, Soldier's Old. That's Destiny Child. That's Destiny Child. That, you can tell my age yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah. But can you keep up? That's crazy. Any albums? I feel like we're, we're in the R&B realm, but any other albums like stick there? Stick where? In that like groundbreaking. Oh, you could say, I don't know. We talked about this pre-pro. What? The Katy Perry album. That California Girls album? Oh, so from a, and from a mix, oh. from a mix standpoint... Katy Perry's album that um teenage dream, one, teenage, teenage dream teenage dream dream that was the name of it bro yeah. that album is so incredible. well done it's from incredibly a, mixed from the incredibly mixed oh my god bro. I think the I think the only my, my fault to interrupt you though the only other project she has that competes with it mix wise is I think the follow up one the one that, that came out with Dark Horse and um and um with Juicy Jay, and I have a tiger question. That wasn't that wasn't on Teenage Dream. Roar. No, that was that was that was her second era. That oh, was the next era. She had a banger again. She had another. She had another era. She had she had Dark Horse, and then she had the um. You did the the, the, the remix with I got the uh, oh, war. She had she had records, and, and she did the Super Bowl that year and too. She did the Super no, that was way after. No, Run. Roar, Roar was she did Roar so, at the Super Bowl. So, I'm telling you, yeah, oh, she it did. But it was way after. Way after. She had a run, but I'm bro. looking at Teenage Dream. <laughs> it's on that list. Because I'm looking up these bro. runs. Bro. I'm looking yeah. at Teenage Dream, Last Friday Night, mm -hmm. California Last Friday Night. Girls, Firework, Baby of Firework. That song makes me cry. The one that got away, that e the one that got away is an incredible ET and the release on the same album. That is Thriller. Bro, that probably is Thriller. That album probably is Thriller. Katy Perry is it had a Thriller album. Listen, she this did. is my thing. From a mix standpoint, when it comes to that Teenage Dream, that for pop music, 
was one of the best sounding albums, bro. Albums, for sure. It was so, it, it just sounded so crystal clear. Like, I remember trying to reference that song and I, that album, like with songs, I stopped. It's mad. Because I couldn't re-emulate that yeah. sound. At that time, at my where my level of where I was at, I was like, I can't re-emulate this. Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing it. But another album that I feel like from a sonic standpoint shifted music mm-hmm. was obviously Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Um, the Chronic. The Chronic. Mm-hmm. That shifted the sonic sound of music so much because we went from rap and hip-hop and boom bap being dirty sounding yes. and i think we brought this up before yes, it was dirty and then it cleaned it, it cleaned it up it, it was, was more polished clean. and i think that kind of held way for and held the door open for east coast to take take shape because True. once mm-hmm. that shiny suit era came on oh yeah Biggie. bad boy that music was clean, clean dip yeah. set and even the sampling was clean and that's the pro that's the reason why i always hear this story what that's the reason why um nas changed the sound on his second album, on it was written mm. because his first album it was dirty, right? And it's a classic, right? But certain awards and everything, like his, it wasn't as clean and polished as Bad Boy. Got you. And he changed it on that second album. If you listen, uh-huh. it's a little cleaner than Illmatic. That's um, interesting. And that's not with a budget. That, that, a budget can't do that. No, no, not at all. Okay, so being that we're talking about cleaner, about things getting clean and stuff like that, I, I do want to switch gears and actually go into our topic. Okay, so. I want to bring up the situation of this, and I feel like this will be really educational for people that don't know the difference or why it should matter. Um, the is preamps are preamps more important than converters, or are converters more important than preamps? Let me give a backstory. Converters, for people that don't know, is basically that that conversion of your analog signal, acoustic energy bases, vocals, into the digital signal that you see in your computer. Now, for a lot of people that don't understand, hey, why does this matter? It matters a lot. Because if I give you a really crappy uh, interface that does really bad A to D, D to A, meaning analog, digital, digital, analog, what you're going to notice is you're going to notice a lack of detail. You're going to notice it feeling smaller. It's going to sound brittle. It's going to sound a lot less clean or powerful. It's basically sampling. It's basically how well does this interface sample What's your actual recorded. right thing that's being recorded. On the other side, preamps. Preamps, obviously, they boost the signal mm-hmm. of whatever the audio signal is. All preamps are not created equal. Yep. Some sound more open sounding. Some sounds darker. Some have a, a boost in the mid-range. Some sound small. So when it comes to preamps versus converters, which one do we feel is more important in the grand scheme of everything? I'll say mm. once I'll say a couple. Yeah. So here's the thing. With a shitty converter, okay, you not escaping that. Okay. Facts, I agree. I, we've okay. gotten millions and millions and millions of streams with no preamp. I've made so much great music without a preamp. Okay. So many laid so many great vocals without a preamp. There's so many records being cut on a fucking uh, Focusrite Scarlet solo. Okay, so here's my thing about it. Technically, you are using a preamp for the technical people. You are using a preamp because you're going into it. Anytime you're recording a vocal, you're using a preamp in some way, shape, or form. Here's what I think. I think you can get away with murder with converters. The reason why I say that is because a lot of times... People are not using good converters when it comes to sending it out to get mixed. Where it matters, which are converters to me, is when you're in the mix stage and the mastering stage, I like to run my signals out of my actual interface, A to D, 
uh, excuse me, D to A, and come back in and run it through the converters. Mm -hmm. And it gives me a sonic sound. You see me do it with my prison sound Titan. Mm -hmm. If your converters are shitty in the mix stage, mix and mastering stage, you're going to have a problem. You're going to notice it because your mix will tend to sound smaller. This is an argument, by the way. This is an argument. So I'm up. this is up for debate, of course. Why I say the preamps are probably more important to me is because the way that sound is being captured is is so important. Why can I get away with the converter? Is because when I'm using the front end, which is the preamp coming in, I can bypass those converters at some point. But the sound that got captured in the preamp, I can't run from that. It's printed. That mm. preamp sound is printed. Mm. Granted, the conversion sound is also printed because mm. it has to convert yeah. that signal. But I just feel like when you have a really shitty preamp, bro, the way your vocal sounds, the way your bass sound, and you notice it, it sounds... It sounds tinny here's, and small. Here's a different uh, take now. Okay. As a musician, I record a lot of guitar, a lot of bass, a lot of okay. electric, all of that. Okay. A shitty converter, you can hear that. You can hear it. You can hear it. But yeah. I, I can also. That shit annoying. That's your preamp. So that is. So I think you. I think. I'm confused you, Yeah. I think you find your preamp to be more important than your converter for you. I think as. A, so check this out. In another yeah. site. If I'm a producer, I don't give a fuck about preamps. Really, if I'm a, just a digital beat maker, yeah. I don't care. Why? Because technically, my playback is just conversion. Yeah. But I can always take that 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 file and put it on. I can take my session and bring it to the somewhere prism else, yeah. and print it somewhere else, and I'm good. That's true. But when it comes to me as a vocalist and me as an instr uh, instrumentalist, and I'm mm -hmm. bringing stuff in, now I care about my converters. Yeah. But if I'm just making beats like y'all. Like, you know, if, no disrespect to y'all. Y'all was crazy. That was the bad disrespect. I like <laughs> bad. If I'm just making beats, yeah. then I'm not going to care so much about the quality of my preamps because I'm probably not even using those at all. Yeah. I'm going to care about the quality of my converters. And even in that, I'm still really not using the converters because all it is is playback. I'm not really printing anything. Everything is just sounds in a, in a computer. I still argue, at least from my perspective, I think conversion would still be my my Your um, main thing? That's fine. Thing That's fine. Because I feel like... I mean, I don't record uh, when it comes to, like, instruments and stuff like that. Uh -huh. I do vocals and stuff. Okay. But for the longest time, I've had to, like, solve a lot of problems using my own templates. Okay. You can, you, okay. you can with a lot of things, mm -hmm. definitely not with guitars, with a lot of, like, amped, like, like uh, physical instruments, right. but with a lot of things that you can record, you could fake a virtual preamp. You That's, can make a preamp. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. You can. Here's my thing with the virtual. Here's my thing with the virtual preamps. Mm -hmm. If I capture that sound, because that's what the preamp is doing, right? Nice, right. clean gain, bringing right. it to my system. If mm -hmm. I capture that sound, mm -hmm. and I've done a preamp test recently with the Inbox Studio, which we're recording on right now, what I've noticed is bad preamps will be very noisy. Yeah. Meaning, when I start to add compression, I'll start to hear that noise. You're gonna hear floor. the room tone. Yeah, I really start to hear that room tone and that noise floor pick up. Second thing is, I notice my high end. This is where I notice mm -hmm. really shitty preamps. Really shitty preamps will give you such a essy, mm -hmm. such an a unclean. such an unclean, brittle, mm -hmm. breaky sound as far as your high end is concerned, and that will require me to go into my DAW to fix to it. it. But guess what? If I'm fixing my high end, I'm taking something away. Yeah. I'm starting to take nuances away. Mm -hmm. I just feel like when it comes to my preamps, I get a lot of clarity. I, I want a lot of clarity, and when it comes to my converters, I need a lot of detail. That makes sense. You know what I mean? I think that's what my thing is. So like, I look for my preamps for clarity, and I look for my converters for detail. Mm -hmm. Meaning, how well did you sample my vocal? Because that's all a, a converter is. Yeah. Let me give them this tidbit also. Mm -hmm. When it comes to us with sample rates, this is a great segue into this. Yeah. 
when it comes to sample rate, a lot of people always have that conversation as far as like, okay, should I record in 48 kilohertz? Why does it matter? Should I record it? Some people want to record at 192. I'd love to record in 192, right? <laughs> That'd be the dream. Right. What's the difference between 44 kilohertz and 192? Long story short, when your audio comes into your system, right, all it's doing is taking pictures, right? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to take as many pictures as fast as I can to accurately reproduce the wave. So if this is a waveform, right, if I say, okay, I'm going to just take three pictures, picture, picture, picture. I'm missing that, that, that. I'm missing all the stuff in between, right? Mm -hmm. That's 44 kilohertz. If I say, yo, I'm recording at 192, it's going to say, all right, I'm going to take mad pictures. Picture, 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 picture. Now it's accurately reproducing that wave. So... Mm -hmm. I would l rather record at 192 because I'll get a more accurate representation of my waveform. That's for sure. So I understand that. with that being said, when it comes to the conversion process, I'll come back to saying I like my converters and they're very important to me because I'm the mixer that likes to run my stuff out and use and I want to saturate it with that, those converters to get that sound. Right. And if I do it the, the wrong way, if I do it with some shitty shit, bro, it's your, it collapses process. the mix. Yeah, like the mix sure. just sounds like ass. But I think it's more of a mixing thing when it comes to my converters. Yeah. But it could matter to you too mm -hmm. for when you're just bringing instruments in and yeah. your vocals and stuff like that. But if you got a shitty preamp, ain't so no rad. saving. Nah, it's, it's, it's that's my thing. Up. You know, sure, like, yeah, that's why I feel like it over. just ain't no saving you when it comes to those preamps. So I understand that. I'm on the I'm kind of on the fence with it. But Benny Crav, you got a you got a final? I think yeah, I think I'm on the I'm on the fence with it too, to be honest. Like Is this an unanswered question? Is there, yeah. is there a part two on the way? With a preamp and a converter. I I think it's I think it's an equal amount. I think it's an equal amount. I have a guest of mine. What? We could bring in for that. Let's hold this one. Okay. Okay. I, I think as far as the um as far as just the wrap up and stuff like that, as far as when it comes to preamps and stuff like that, um, I think they're both equally important. Granted, I think that preamps is also to taste because that's mm. the reason why we have preamps and we also have audio interfaces. That's very true. If, you're, if you have an external preamp, then you're going to bypass the preamps of your audio interface, mm -hmm. which I would do. Say, for instance, like the Scarlet and the Claret, I'm not going to lie. Those preamps aren't bad. No. Like, they aren't bad. The Claret is hard. The Claret is, the, yeah. is, is even it's better. Hard. It's not bad, but I do notice a difference when I compare like the Claret to the Inbox Studio, for instance, yeah. which has the carbon preamps in it. I don't yeah. know if you know if they no, add a carbon. So uh, yo, it has a nice sound to it. We've mentioned the Mbox Studio more than we've mentioned Behringer in an oh, episode. Is that, a, is that a new best? What? Inbox Studio? Yeah. I think I I'm think not I gonna it. lie. As far as it, a full a full workhorse of an interface, I'm not gonna lie. They got me. That's it might drink. be up for yeah. uh an audio nerd award. I, they might. Ooh. They might. Ooh. And I, yes, they sent me. I, I do want to make clear, they did send me a box. Um, to test out and stuff like that, and I, I'm I'm giving you my unbiased opinion. I've gotten a lot of products for free, but yeah. that particular one mm -hmm. that we're using now too mm -hmm. is bro, it's it's elite, and that's all the time we have for today. So Let please go. make sure you comment, like, and subscribe. Also make sure you listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Please rate, 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 and review us. It really helps a lot. And also make sure you share on social media as well. Also let us know in the comments below what other topics you would like us to hit. And please smash that like, subscribe button, and the whole nine. It's your boy Devon Terrell. This has been the My Audio Nerds Podcast. Until next time, you guys.